Hello and welcome to another episode of The Modern Nerd. I am Sir Slice. I am Us Merchandise. <laughs> okay, I'm GJC. <laughs> and we are, as always, Massive Nerds. Now, today we are going to be talking about the actual finale of House of the Dragon. Because if you tuned into our last review, I 100% thought that the last episode was the finale. So, this is the actual finale. We're going to go over, I guess, the what happened. finale. We're like, why are you calling it the actual finale? Was yeah. there, a, like, a fake finale? There was. There was a better finale than this one. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> honestly, off the right off the bat, it should have ended last week, and it, I would have been happier. Um... <laughs> more more poignant uh, of an ending I, I think this one had an interesting as you can see spoilers full spoilers in my little my little graphic that we have on the screen here the only in interesting thing that happened in this episode happened in the last 30 seconds and it was this chase between the largest dragon you've ever seen and the smallest dragon you've ever seen which is just indicative of its riders who is like Aemond is a lot taller than anyone else and bigger than all the rest of the cousins and then you have just Jaceris no yes the littlest no. one i don't remember his name Luceris. on one of the littlest on the littlest dragon aka Luke. Gets, <laughs> chomped he gets destroyed in a moment where no rider could control their dragon luke's dragon went and shot a fireball at uh vagar and vagar was like fuck you dude and then came out of nowhere and just destroyed this guy so i said last week i was concerned about how they're going to end it because it's like do they just kind of set up the war they said what up. they did apparently was last week you got the High Tower episode, and this week you get the Targaryen episode, where you don't see each one. They split it up and told you each half of the story by themselves, which, in my opinion, was a bad call. It 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 it, it was slow. It was boring. Nothing happened for the first forty-five minutes of this episode. There was another. There was a birth, and it was failed. There was some squabbling between the Targaryens and the Valerians, and it, it just was, it was nothing. It was a very, for me, disappointing episode, especially for me, because I came off of a, a, for me, a high watching all four of those last ones back to back, and then I wait a week and get this bullshit. So, you know, I'm just very let down uh, by the show, which kind of goes to show what George was talking about last week was like watching, uh, viewing experience is half of the experience binging them i feel is better than just week by week and disappointment after disappointment so you know that that that's that's my two cents mm. did not end well you know everyone was everyone acted fine throughout the one uh, uh, con constant throughout this entire show was the actors are great and, and i would expect them to be because this is going to be one of like the most watched things on the planet right now so you're gonna want some of the best chops, and everyone was good. Everyone was fine. I'm I'm still trying to figure out what Rhaenys was doing Rainies. by not Rhaenys was doing by not murdering everybody well, last week. So she you said, know it. She oh, did, but it, she said it wasn't her war to start. Yeah, but she had her time to fight for the throne, and she's done doing that for herself. So it, she is technically right about that. It'd be different if she was the one to attack first. Because then, it like, would. it would it would it would essentially 
commit her house to the battle regardless of how it turned out. You know, and this way, she's not the one making that commitment. She's waiting for her husband to return from battle and make that call. So, and, and also, it's not her make... right to attack first either, because if she, if there is to be an attack, it has to come from Rhaenyra. That's the only way. She has to be the one to make that move. She's the only right, you know. She can't speak for Rhaenyra. And what if she attacked? Think about it. What if she had killed everyone on that dais? All right. Do you feel like? Do you feel like? <laughs> what would have happened? Like, what would have happened? Like, she should seize power. Fuck it. Right. Like, ever, the only solution for that to work is for 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 Rhaenys to become queen. Like, you don't make that move to kill a king and a, the whole royal family unless you're planning to like take over. Right. Like, Jamie. Like. Good example. Stabbed the king in the back. What did he do, dude? Ned told him the first time. He, the first time he walked into that throne room, it was Jamie Lannister sitting on the Iron Throne waiting for it. When they when they finally took over King's Landing, it, it, you know you don't you don't you you don't kill a a whole king in the royal family unless you, you plan on sitting on the throne. Like, sure. So, sure. I I don't know. I. She's actually my favorite character <laughs> so far in the show. Why is that? I don't Rhaenys? know. Yeah, she. I like. I kind of like her. She way more than I like How a lot of the other people. Before she crashed into the ceiling with her dragon. Not as much, but now I do. Yeah, yeah, at least she. At least something happened. <laughs> that's why I'm rooting. For... She's at least, the only one that's told the truth. You know, she gives look me some. Old. She gives me some mad Alana. You know, maybe it's because she's an older look woman, but she gives me that Lady Alana. She this gives me that Lady Olana vibe, though, you know, like fucking George just said he's she's her his favorite because of this like thirty second part <laughs> in this show. Look how low I'm, the bar is. I, right I, now. I, this is this is the age of TV that we are living in right now. We are living in an age of mediocrity mm. where we have success from one thing and then we slap the same label on something else. And they expect success and they get it because we're a bunch of chumps and we think we're going to get something good and we keep hoping and waiting and we don't. We're back. We're right back. This, this is like, this is okay. I was, God, I was so triggered. It's okay. People yeah. Work, no, I, work, I definitely get it. No, I, I, I get mean, what you're I'm saying. Not triggered, I'm not that triggered, but like, like people at work were like, how oh, good was that show? I was triggered then. I was like, what are we like? It's fine. Like, we wouldn't be having this conversation if that Game of Thrones label wasn't on there. But yeah, I think you're right because that's look like at, how like, I feel about Rogue One, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> like the Lord of the Rings look show. What, look at what happened with all the Disney remakes over, over the last few years. Look at all the Star Star Wars, Star Wars, the big yeah. foremost example of that. Sure. Uh, there, you, this is there. We something achieves. I mean, more than moderate success, like something achieves success, like high amounts of success. And then for decades after, we are hit with three more James Cameron Avatar sequels. Who asked for those? Oh, my God. He did. He did because he is. Ten years ago, I would have liked them. I mean, he's a narcissist. It was a they were okay. The visuals were cool. But if I want to watch Fern Gully, I'll watch Fern, Fern Gully. Gully. Holy fuck, I love Fern like, Gully. Uh, 
it's it's nothing you know i don't how how much unobtainium do you need to mine to most make most successful unoriginal ab- name ever uh, ever i you know giovanni rabisi was cringing when he read that in his trailer uh, i got to say this unob- oh god um, i love giovanni rabisi i do too um but he's from boiler room said, yeah, yep. yeah 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 he's um, the guy from boiler room <sighs> Wow. He's Phoebe's brother and friends. Oh my god, Frank. <laughs> um, Tim's gonna bring up the creepy dance he does in fucking. I know Dan uh, likes spoiler room in Ted or something. Um, anyway. oh, fuck, I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, I do like boiler room. It was because I worked a sales job for a while. Um, but anyway, I just I don't know. I just am. It, it's like I want to like these things, but every time these these remakes these re-sequels these 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 sequels or the you know their or their prequels they all just feel not just like they're just like uninspired uh and like you said that's nothing toward the actors i see them doing everything they can they're great actors um, but that's not enough uh at least for me and it's hard and i also recognize it's hard to live up to uh minus the last four episodes of game of thrones the original series but if you're gonna slap that label on there you you got it like there's no there's no witty banter there's no jokes there's no there's nobody we're really rooting for besides rhaenyra and i guess rainice now maybe yeah but even then we're just like not sure what she's doing uh, she's uh, not sure what she's doing she was the only one that didn't kneel yeah. I was like, okay, that was an interesting choice. I, I think uh, I did fine. like that little bit to it. Me too. But like, Again, it's like but Rainier didn't low. like hate it though. You know, I don't think it was like a slight. It, no. it just it it was a very interesting moment when I saw that. I was like, okay, like I get it. Everyone's yeah. playing the Game of Thrones, but I don't know. It's yeah. uh it's hard to get into it when everything we've had before is so much better. I think I, just, you know. I think the I way know. that Go ahead. this how can I explain it? I I think the way that the reason why I thought she was always like Rainey's was always an interesting character. And even before the dragon thing, actually, to be honest. That definitely made me like root for her more, you know, obviously. A little bit. But she it's known that she has like one of the three older like three larger dragons in the game like in the in the show i mean so like she's a formidable she was always a formidable person you know in general um but i think there's a lot of subtlety to her character and like the way that you know just the the dynamic she has also with Rhaenyra um in many ways i think she's positioning herself more as an equal partner Rhaenyra than yeah any other character you know i i mean she needs she needs damon because damon is a man and you can in that world unfortunately things can't be done a woman can't do things without like you know she needs him at at her side you know just because they need heirs and also just to have that but sometimes i hate to say it he's not a good partner for her in many ways right yeah Damon's yeah. not necessarily a good partner because sometimes he has his own agenda. Like he's like sometimes he's, he's on a he's like he's on his own like and then he disappears for hours and doesn't support her. You know, like when she needs him the like the most. Like she's not he's not always the ideal partner in many ways for her. 
you know and yes they might have share some kind of bond connection and, and maybe true love but there's many times that when she she really needs him he's lacking you know i feel and like be- they breezed over a big big chunk of the relationship because like yeah. the last, that time gap that 10 year time gap when they grew up like we missed well, like, they were in what, why their dynamic is the way it is now. It changed from when they were younger to now, and they just didn't tell us. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, they're not a. I don't get like it. Just doesn't make any sense anymore. And yeah. look, it, as a whole, like uh, the show's fine. You know, I'm not saying it's a bad show at all, but like it just for me the way this season ended. If I'm talking about just the way you end a season, you went out with a whimper and left a cliffhanger like they're really you know what i mean like there wasn't a lot that happened like there i wasn't intrigued by the conversations that were being had nothing seemed like oh this sun revelation until like i said the very last scene of the show like everything was just a conversation that i knew was going to happen in a way that it happened and it was not surprising so it just as a finale you need to do more with the show basically they took if they'd taken the events of the of the ninth episode and the events of the tenth episode and overlapped them, sorry, I blocked myself from the mic, but overlapped it like they have every other episode, and told us those both of those stories simultaneously, you would have has I would have you'd have some intrigue because you'd see what's happening with the king being you know Aemon or Aegon being uh, brought up, and then oh my god, what's happening with the queen? She's something's happening over there. Okay, and then all this and back and forth. Ooh, it's kind of intrigue. And instead, it's just like. And he's being unopposed and put up in the crown. And then, oh, she's going to get her own crown. And uh, uh, okay, cool. Like, it just didn't, it didn't do anything from a storytelling point of view because there was no dynamic moments to go against what you're trying to build up. You need to have, like, if you're going to build something up as this grand moment, you need some intrigue from the people who are being put down by that moment. And there wasn't one. It was just, you get that standoff versus when, when, Otto Hightower comes up. I'm like, just burn them all. Like, fucking just, at this point, go Daenerys Targaryen on everybody and just burn them all. And I'd be like, cool, finally something happened. Like, ooh. Like, he's probably the most uh, valuable player on that side of the team. So to take him out would be pretty smart, actually. It's pretty much Otto versus Rhaenys. Rhaenyra. I don't know how to say her name. Rhaenys? Not Rhaenys. Rhaenys. No, I think Rhaenys is the only person who's smart enough to yeah. play this game. She has a Lady Olana vibe. Yeah, she speaks the truth. Yeah. And she is smarter than everyone in the room. Yeah. But because she uses the fact that she's a woman to her advantage because yeah. nobody thinks of her as, you know, because they're like, oh, women can't be rulers. So she's like, all right, fine. I'll just sit right here and just whisper into your ear and make things happen yeah. the way I see fit in a way. She's been pulling the strings. Mm-hmm. She's it, because for the first like four or five seasons of Game of Thrones, it was pretty much, you know, yes, you had, um, you know, the Lannisters and, and the Starks, but you also had uh, Varys and Littlefinger who yeah. were really. It was like CIA versus KB, and right. KGB. Yeah. And that's what made it really fascinating for me is because they're like little people pulling strings with whispers mm-hmm. and doing that stuff. And here, they don't really do that as much. You introduce this character in like the seventh or eighth episode when, you know, you're trying to find Aegon to to make him king. Or it was the ninth episode. But it's like, oh, she's the whispers and the blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, who is this person? What What's happening now? In where? Like, it just didn't, there was no intrigue. So I think there's, there's a lot that is kind of 
there is some good. The acting is good, you know, and I think there's moments that you're like, yeah, this could be an interesting plot. Ten years later, fuck. Yeah, and this is, this. I'm going to tell you, I'm, like, you. Dan is completely right. Like, the lack of having someone who you really care to root for, yeah, I didn't realize right. that that was such a big problem about the show, like, about shows in general until I saw the show. Because, like, I feel like even when we were watching, like, Game of Thrones from the first season, I'm already rooting for, like, a lot of people. And for some reason, I found myself even rooting for people who I didn't think I was going to root for in the beginning. I did not think I was going to root for a Tyrion, but I kind of started rooting for him, you know, like, pretty much two episodes, three episodes in. I thought he was just going to be another rich, like, comedic relief. And then I was like, oh, man, there's, like, way more to this character, right? And, like, even Jamie at the end, I kind of was rooting for him within, like... Towards the end of the season, too, I was like, I, this is an interesting character. Like, I want to, like, see more about this dynamic that he has, you know? In some ways, within three seasons, I was rooting for Cersei. And I did not think I would be doing that at the beginning of the series. I don't think I was ever rooting for Cersei. Oh, I was. <laughs> but, you know. I feel like when. Yeah. I, well, I I'm not going like... to get into it. But, you know, that there is, yeah. like, so many more people to root for in Game of Thrones within that first like few episodes already and i just i i don't know maybe it's because like the starks had a whole entire family of kids that were like so lovable kind of you know like and they mostly stole lovable mostly lovable but they you know like they like Arya was such a good character and you know and like brand quickly had his own story and even like john and rob had their own stories and they all had like they went their separate ways, I guess, maybe. But you got to see their own stories and how they developed. And, like, these new kids and these characters that we're introduced to, like, we have barely saw him for, like, maybe, like, five minutes <laughs> before he got bit. Like, I don't know. Like, how could you possibly expect us to be invested in anybody or anything when you don't even give us a chance to know who that kid is? Like, I don't... He, oh, okay, he's the one that stabbed him in the eye. Okay, that much I get. But, like, what I about between forgot. that? What about Until between that part? Like, I don't... I... I you know why do I need a, to feel anything about... Uh, or it's a build-up episode? Yeah. It's a build-up season. It's, it's a, a build transition up season. season. It is. It really does feel <laughs> like they're like, here's all these characters. Let's get through these people, and then next season... I'm going to we'll tell, tell you, you though. Them. I'm going to tell you. about who you want. It's I am like, extremely real worried, because if they're not able to create that kind of, like, that hero God. person that we want to root for right now, knowing what's going to happen in the future... Well, not to... Like, but, like... Even knowing what's going to happen, regardless of what's going to happen, even if they change the story completely, it like I have very, very like small amount of faith that they can somehow parlay this into other characters that we care about more. Unless they change somehow the pacing of the show, I guess. Okay, but if, if it's the way it is jumping, now, we if it is okay. the way it is now, I I have a hard time finding anybody potentially that I can root for in the future. Aside from like, I mean, I guess like I said, Rainey's because <laughs> I think she's pretty cool. She's she's like the Varys of this episode of the season. I like I'm rooting for her. Like I like her. But yeah, man, if we didn't she didn't crash through that ceiling, we wouldn't even be talking about her right. Oh, now. that's true. That's true. And but like- I, I mean, a lot of it also is like knowing what I know about the past for her. Also, 
maybe some extra stuff. She's an interesting character in general. Much like, out of, like, I'll say in general this season, there's only two characters that interest me. And you can guess who the other one is. Rhaenyra? No, Damon. Those are the only two people I really, like, have any you know type of interest in. Is I loved Damon in the beginning, but, like, he's become such a side character now. Yeah, that, which like, is kind of weird, it, too. I agree. It's not like his impact isn't felt as much. I'm like, you've got this kind of unhinged kind of wild card that you can just kind of have do whatever you want. And that's a fun little plot device to play with, to be able to have in your back pocket. You know, it's like, you know, just it, why did well, he do it? He's crazy. Fucking let him go. Do also things. 20 years younger. When all that's that true. Yeah, but like you can still have him mentally be a little unhinged he's right now. Out. He's not like that person. He's worn out. Yeah, lost too much. Years. Lost yeah, too much. It's not. It's not good. It's, yeah, you know, it's not I, a good change. Like, you know? if you talk about like what kind of power players they have on each side right now, despite the fact that like the Greens seem like yeah, the greens? they have the legitimacy. The thing is, is all they have is like location right now. They actually don't have much other than that. Aside from location, no, they have the numbers on their side. Yeah, well, they have they the have... they have the like, they have the peon numbers, yes, but like, they don't have the firepower because like, if you look count as many they dragons as they are, they have more. They have less dragons, and right now, Rhaenyra has people. more mature dragons than they do. Well, their they, dragons I mean, are fucking like, huge. It's not just that they have a bigger army; they have a way bigger army. They have a way bigger army. You're right. You're absolutely that's, right. And that's, they have the biggest dragon. Right, that too. So that that's gonna count for something. You know what I mean? They have a proper tank. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's, we'll see how this plays out. Not but for nothing, I but. think because of the fact that uh, Rainey's knows how important, like, aside from her fleet, but also her dragon will be because her dragon is one of the bigger ones, the top three. She plays the game more as an equal to Rhaenyra. And wants to position herself that way as opposed to oh i'm just gonna there's like that just, subtlety you know that i can appreciate i just feel lacking like yes just i agree too. i feel like there needs <laughs> to be it's just something um, it's some it doesn't feel like it's over it feels like there should be another episode like it just was not a finale to me as a whole i'm fine with the show you know it, it it's it's a political landscape and 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 i think we're gonna have to what wait they're more doing. than a year they're for just a sequel. political drama which is also annoying if we're talking about like the, the the television era that we're living in now is post covid everything is a lot more tenuous so it's not guaranteed you know it's like oh you're gonna sign a deal for three seasons but like you get a season see how it goes but by the time that season airs like and then you have to ramp re-ramp up so then it takes another year just to get ramped up again and start filming and then another yeah. year before we get well like, hopefully like we're hopefully, not getting the content as quick as we used yeah, to and hopefully it they'll, they'll they'll figure it out like, and they'll try to streamline the schedule and they'll get greenlit and not have to worry about that they were greenlit after the first episode yeah I but know. they should have it, well, that's because know. this one took so long to put together because of COVID, right? And now that they they know that the show's quote-unquote successful enough to go on for maybe two more seasons, maybe they will schedule it properly for Honestly, the third season as well. 
if they did just three seasons, I think that would be great. You know, I think like, they can end it in three seasons if they have to. I I, I think they at this could. pace, it just, at, at this, this pace, pace yes. Sure. But also, I'm fearful because, like, like I said, I don't know, like knowing all the characters and even not knowing all the characters but knowing all the characters i find it very difficult to find anybody i want to root for in the near future <laughs> like i'm sorry like looking at all the people like i don't care about none of these kids <laughs> like i'm sorry like do you care about none of these kids i don't care about none of these Amond. kids <laughs> I, I i'm intrigued by Amond a lot yes, yeah because he's like intrigued by he's crazy he's but also also in a bad guy kind of way yeah like, sure whereas, like we, we need more we need more protagonists but we sure. all know that a bad guy can pull you along for quite a while. You can ride the tails of a really, really good villain for a, a, a decent amount of time. I mean, look at how high up the Dark Knight got. You know, I, I know we keep harping True. on the Dark Knight, but like that got most of its praise because of Heath Ledger. So right. you get a good thing going and it can keep you there until you find the right person. So, you know, we'll, we, we, you know tune in in three years I'm, when we have our first episode of i'm the excited season. though like you know what i'm excited about i'm excited because um because like uh damon pointed out that he's like we have like more firepower than them like th we have more dragons than them even actually there's a handful of um untamed ones or unclaimed dragons out there as well yeah and i'm Which very curious as to see how that too. Yeah, I want to see like what other like people who become other dragon riders because obviously those dragons are like. Why would he mention it if they weren't going to be claimed? <laughs> like, I'm like, interested in it, but like, I'm, again, I'm like, hopefully that's like be, they'll introduce characters that I, I care about. No, well, don't say that. I want. No, that. I, I just like, find just, me another dragon rider that I can invest in because I know. Oh, sad. <laughs> Anyway, look, I think we can all agree that this was not the best attempt at a Game of Thrones prequel. Um, uh, we were lacking in many categories. Yeah. Um, it, it had me for a little while, but the, the finale really did just leave me with a sour taste in my mouth. Hmm, that sounds familiar. Um, I think so, I liked you know, it more. This is funny. I liked it more than all three all out of the three of us, I think. I could say uh, I liked it more than maybe. Tim and yeah. Dan, yeah. I, I really i i did i did enjoy the show the series i would give it more of a like a plus than a negative to be honest i, I would too but it, it just again i'm talking are you on a plus a neutral person. or a minus Who, neutral be, yeah neutral is an option i'm 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 in a plus you're on a you plus know, closer it, to the plus all right let's what are we doing how are we ranking this we can't just say plus minus or neutral if we're gonna do it like 10 stars what were you I'll put just, it george I'll, do it. How about by grades? A, B, or C? And you could do pluses or minus. B minus. B minus. Yeah, right there. This. It had this. Uh, like there are a few episodes that were wins mm -hmm. uh, to me, definitely. Right. Um, and I just haven't felt that winning feeling in a minute. Uh, I'm. A reluctant C minus. Wow. I knew you were going to do C minus. I knew okay. you were going to. I'm closer C to like an A minus or a B plus. If not, plus like lowest good. is a B, but probably closer to a B plus. I would say, yeah. I think this yeah. is almost an A minus. Like I think, like I can yeah. see how badly the show was being pulled in different directions, kind of, and maybe I kind of chalk it up to like 
production and COVID and all that other stuff. So maybe I'm slightly bit forgiving with that. But but honestly, I don't. To be fair and judge it by this, you know, I want to be fair and judge it by whatever standard it should be. So it is closer to a B plus, you know, than like an actual A minus. You know, I I. But I did enjoy the season. I can say I enjoyed the season. It's just, yes, there's there's room for improvement. That's what a B plus is. It's it's a solid grade, but there's room for improvement. <laughs> just, there's the the dialogue is just snoozeville, man. There's no <laughs> no no one has anything interesting to say. Yeah, there's yeah. The, the story's there. <sighs> they move the story along. But no one has any fucking character. It's all just like the same old shit. Somebody crack a fucking joke for God's sake, dude. Like any just one. Just one. I was, just, we, you know, like we, we went past it. Everyone's aged. Yeah. Too serious. There are no, no, no I, jokes. I miss I no like one has any personality. Like it, their their personalities are their goals. Bring, you know bring I mean? back that Goals. Lannister from the second episode. <laughs> Remember, he's just all cocky and headstrong, and just that was something. Goofy. The goals are not a personality trait. Okay, God, like that is not enough. Why are you doing this? What? What? what why? Will this make you feel better? Some for some reason? Will, yeah. Is there anything else you wish to achieve? Like. Something. We didn't even like, talk about the. We didn't even talk everybody. about. This is everybody. We didn't even talk like, about like, the birthing issue. <laughs> it's not. It's not on the level of things that I would talk about on this show. That's not really even. I know, but I'm. I just. I. 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 And I want to know. The time we have, folks. Tune. No, can, I want to know. Like. Tune heads. I want to know what the point. Play. Like. I want to know what. Why. Like. What the point of showing so many. Like, well, I understand. I think, I think like, Tim was like was was agreeing with you, George, on this issue, and then I think he agrees with my point in that I've talked. So okay, look, I, I before I was with you guys, like it's like what is with I'm so confused. These birthing scenes are are visceral and and intense and and sad. But every female I've talked to about this, they're all just kind of like. They basically tell me to man the fuck up because it's uh, the reality of life most of the time, and uh, and especially back then, babies dying sure. after childbirth that that happened. I don't I don't even want to know the statistics, but it, you know I, I I will say that the initial one, the one from the first episode, was extremely visceral, and I think that was with intent. Right. Uh, a, a, yeah. a medieval right. C-section was they were not where we are today, and but that is what a C-section more or less is is cutting into this person and yeah. pulling out the baby, and I I felt the same way for a while, and I've had my opinion changed because <clears throat> the fact of the matter is that men are bitches when it comes to this sort of thing. Sure. Uh, when we see it's like ah birthing, you know how many times have you know, the a birthing video brought up to or even mentioned to any man and the immediate reaction is, oh, God, I can't, no, no. To this day, you say the word period blood to a man and they're all fucking like, oh, God, like, man, the fuck up, men. Like, this, not, is, I, this, I, is, I, this is life. Like, I, and I, I don't think it should be a thing. This is like, that was a normal part of life back then and they're just showing what, like, what they deal with. And I, yeah. and I, think that's right i think i'm not so much it's not even about the squeamish part to be to be honest i just wonder 
or not every one of those scenes served like a purpose per se so to that i think they were trying to serve a purpose the first one i don't know like is there more to it than just like like i'm trying to understand what it, well, look, is there here, more to it? The, Do you know what I'm the saying? Last one, the last one that we saw was the stillbirth in this episode. Right. And I think that the purpose of that, which I just don't think they did it well, was the not so much that moment of the stillbirth, but what came later when she also lost her other son is to show loss and to drive her over the edge to then incite a war. Mm -hmm. So I feel that's like that's kind of what they were trying okay. to do. I don't feel like I figured that out until we started talking about it like if you're going to put something like that in make it an impact and make right. it stand the first one that we saw where it was the c-section like that wasn't so much about the c-section itself as it was the character uh the only person that had a character which was i think viserys uh, for quite a while in the beginning was to show what he was the lengths he was willing to go to to have a male heir before then naming Rhaenyra and giving up on that uh, idea of a male heir. So yes, he loved his wife, but he loves you know succession and keeping his name in power more. Those middle ones, I you know I, there was one where she was giving birth to the the one of the other white haired ones. No, was it Joffrey? I don't know. No, it was Viserys. It was Viserys. I don't know who it was. It was it was Rhaenyra's one of Rhaenyra's births, yeah, it was and I, it just was like a joyous occasion. I don't really yeah. know. It was that also so that she could point to, but like it it didn't bother me. It was the only the thing bright... that bothered me is I had I was watching with headphones on, and then you have like the afterbirth, and I was like, well, that was just a a whole lot of sound in my ear, and that was the only problem I had with it. But yeah, it was, I, it was, I, I see what you're saying. It was like right after the time jump. Where they switch it's hard actresses. to track with the time yeah. jumps. It's hard to track. I think they just switched happened. actresses after that. Uh, during yes, that it was. That was the first was scene with her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I think like, I mean, I think maybe when we I was watching it, I didn't really understand the purpose of showing it all that much. But I think like if you, it really takes a minute, f like for you to have to like go back and be like, what was the point of showing that and like. I just don't want to, like, I also question if there's, like, a larger, deeper message they're trying to convey, you know, that I'm missing. <laughs> I, I On top of that. Is. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, is well, there, like, it's, anything I don't think beyond? I kind of show. You know, right. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think, why does there have to be? Yeah, no, we're, we're, I'm just not, curious. Game, Game of Thrones is not that. Well, I mean, I guess that's not true. I guess it, it does. It, it, yeah, it is, is there like a larger, this, like beyond like a statement that they're there. trying to make as a show beyond that? Or is it just like... I mean, they they are very much trying to empower women. You sure. Know? And again, this is not really a point that we can drive home because we only have one male perspective. But, you know, the Rainey's has been saying the whole time, you know, like they'll never see you as a successor because you're not a male. And I should have been queen, but I wasn't a male. And she kind of gave up and gave in until now where I think like, oh, I can just kind of live vicariously through Rhaenyra as in make her the first female ruler. And then I'll just kind of help whisper in the ear and, and, and have true power behind the scenes. So, you know, I think that is a very big point of the show. Um you know, but I was having a conversation with somebody else and I don't remember who it was. And this is not my point to be made, but I, you know, I'm going to repeat what they said is that story of like, you know, 
like we do not recognize you because you're a woman has been that storyline has been beaten to death. And I, you know, I, I think that there is something to be said to that. Sure. I, you know, a lot of these period pieces have that same message where, Oh, you're a woman we're not going to listen to you. And then they become power and, and, and people end up listening to them. But I think until life reflects art, I think we can, you know, that story may still need to be told. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's still happening today where people are writing off women because they're women. And I think that is until it's not relevant in society, I think then you can keep telling that story in these types of shows and TV and, and movies and stuff like that and still have it be impactful for some people. So, you know, this is a show for platforms, but also at the same time, I don't think that they're really trying to get up on, on a high horse about pregnancy and childbirth. You know, I've seen, if we watch a lot of these types of medieval movies and shows, they have some scenes like that and and to mm -hmm. show the graphic and the intensity of the time, you know, to set the tone. I think these ones not all of them landed and I think that's more on the writing and directing yeah, and it maybe. is on anything else. I think the story, I think they make sense for the most part. I just don't think they're as impactful at least for me. Again, white male what the fuck do i know but they weren't impactful for me in this in a story sense other than the very first one and i guess kind of that end cap one with with the stillbirth so you know those ones really did kind of have more of an impact whereas the other one was like yeah it's childbirth scene and it's fine and then plop and i was like oh my god i'm awake i promise um but yeah okay b minus c minus b plus take that for what you will um, and you know, let us know if you watched House of the Dragon. I really want to know more, if especially you know, uh, women, please chime in. We want your opinion. Yeah. I want your opinion. I can only say one side of the story. I really, yeah. I am curious I, to see harp on it all we want, but who the fuck are we? You know, what I mean, we don't really have a say in that conversation, nor should we, for that matter, for the most part. It's not up to me, but you know, let us know. Uh, what you think of the show, what you think of our show, and um, sound off in the comments. Uh, if you had a good time, we have been the modern nerd, and thank you for watching.